and welcome to the Sauk Valley Spotlight Podcast, where we shine a light on the people and places of the beautiful Sauk Valley. In each episode, we highlight the hidden gems and untold stories of local businesses, community leaders, and the people that call the Sauk Valley home. I'm your host, Drew Williams, and today I'm joined by Don Arndt, who's the program director of the Penguin Project of the Sauk Valley. Don, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, could you give us a quick intro? Who are you? Who do you love? Start us off. Oh, sure. Um, well, um, like you said, my name is Dawn, and I've been, uh, I'm a transplant to the area, but I am a transplant that's been here for over 15 years, <laughs> so, um, and um, I kind of grew up with a military background, so okay. I kind of went all over and did a little bit of everything, and I think that really kind of defines who I am yeah. a little bit. Um, and as far as who I love, like, obviously, I love my family, and um, I have a really supportive husband, uh, Kenny, and a incredible daughter, Mackenzie, and, um, and a pretty cute little pup that we just adopted, Polly. So... <laughs> So a full life. A full life. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So you say so you're transplant. How long have you lived in the area? So I've lived here for over 15 years. So okay. I, I, but it's funny because people are like, oh, well, you're not from here. Yes. <laughs> it is funny. I, I just moved here, you know, in October. <laughs> yeah. Less than a year ago. And uh, it, it it's reassuring to me to know that it's not just me that feels that people say, oh, well, you're still new here. Even yeah. people who've been here for over a decade. <laughs> right. You know, because there's, there's, there's communities and there's oh, people who sure. live here have four or five generations here, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yeah. a beautiful thing too. It is. Um, well, I'm talking to you today because of your work with the Penguin Project. Yes. First, can you tell me what is the Penguin Project? Um, so we are a theater program for kids and young adults with special needs. Um, we create a safe space so that our actors have a chance to shine on stage and share their talents with everybody because sometimes that safe space is not created, so it doesn't allow them to have those chances. Yeah. So it's a theater program. Mm-hmm. How did this get started to bring, uh, to, to, I mean, so I, I don't mean to sound callous, but an area like the Sauk Valley, you, you wouldn't think has mm, more than one version of theater, you know, sure, right? Yeah. Like you think school theater, you think maybe community theater, but a, a niche program geared towards people with uh, learning disabilities or other social uh, difficulties, how did this get started? How long ago did it get started? Um, so we are actually going into our fifth season and we actually got started. Um, it was one of those kind of magical things. Um, my daughter was watching the news. Uh, she was 15 at the time and she saw um, the main chapter Penguin Project. Um, they did an article on her on, on them and about a program that they were going to be our show that they were going to have. And she was like, mom, you need to do this. And like in true fashion, I was like, whatever. Um, and I was just like, I, I can't do something like this. I can't start up a nonprofit. Like I know sure. nothing about it. Like there's no way. So I kind of blew her off and, and she just hounded me for like a couple of weeks. And so finally, and she was in high school at the time. She was in high school. Yeah. And I, I, at that time was the assistant or oh, I still am, but I, I worked with Milan's theater program. So I do have a bit of a theater background. I've loved theater my whole life. But like I had nothing like to take on something like this. Yeah. But she really kept like, Mom, we really need this in this area. Like, I think we could do it. There was nothing around. And there's not. The closest program is DeKalb. So mm. there really wasn't. She goes, there's a really high need here. And I was just like, all right, well, if I'm going to do this, I know who to ask. And so I asked a friend of mine who our kids had done theater together, Natalie Gordon. And I said, 
So I'm thinking about doing this thing. Do you want to do it with me? And she busted out crying. And she's like, I've always wanted to do this. And um, so, yeah, we had no clue. We didn't know how we were going to pay for anything. We didn't have a theater space, but we started the replication process to become uh, an independent chapter of the Penguin Project. Um, And and we were just like, all right, we're just going to trust that this is going to come about. And a week later, after we started that process... um, Jeff uh, Vanderlein and Matt Drennan and Callie Conklin had gone to a Kiwanis convention. And one of the Penguin Projects at their convention had done a little like um, showing and like a mini show there. And they came back and they wrote, wouldn't it be great if we had this? And I immediately replied like, hey, guess what? (laughs) We are starting it already. We are starting. Yeah. So they actually joined on. Um, Kiwanis became our partners. They helped us find um, financial backing and, and actually wow. Callie ended up becoming our assistant director. Um, so Natalie Gordon was the director and I was the program director. And then it just kind of fell in from there. Um, we ended up finding a local church that donated their space to us. Um, we have theaters. Uh, we started off at the Dixon theater and now Centennial is our home theater and they just do everything they can to make us feel welcome. And it's, but it's just one of those, like where it just, all right. It was a kid watching a program to everything falling in line. Wow. It was just, it's one of my, it gives me goosies. Like, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things that it was obviously meant to be. Well, and it sounds like there was momentum from multiple different directions. Yeah. That once you all discovered each other, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this is actually going to happen. Yeah. It wasn't, the story isn't one person trying to make a thing happen, having to convince everybody. Right. It's yeah. just stumbling upon like-minded people and already things. That's really, really cool. Yeah. That's what really does sound like this was a thing that was meant to be. It really was. Yeah. Okay. So Penguin Project. um, Now you, you, you serve as a program director for Uh this local chapter doing shows. How many shows a season? So we do one show a season. um, And then we actually um, are now starting an adult choir. One of our, our other partner is Woodlawn Arts Academy and working with them, we are guest directors for um, Shining Stars, an adult program. So once they age out, because Penguin Project is uh, is ages 10 to 23. So once they age out of our program, they now can do the adult show choir. So we do like Broadway tunes and some dancing, you know, maybe some skits in between. It's not a full show um but it is like a fun little review so uh, with penguin project we do that once a year and then we have now started the adult version as well tell me a little bit about the story of what brought you to this passion project what what, what kind of it started your love for theater you know you go yeah. back as far back as you want but what, <laughs> what's the journey that brought you to now being this program director for this community theater program? Sure. Well, I mean, I've always loved theater. I grew up um, doing theater in school and like some community things, but I just, I always had a passion for the arts. I loved listening to the musicals and, you know, being a part of them. Um, When I got older, you know, I kind of wasn't able to do it as often, but then my daughter started doing them. So I started volunteering there and, and, you know, volunteering. I used to be a hairdresser. I was one of those people that couldn't decide what they wanted to be. So I've just kind of done it all. But um, so I would like volunteer, you know, doing hair and makeup for shows and things like that. Um, So I just there's just something about theater being able to watch somebody completely transform whom they are Mm. and become somebody different on stage. And even as a director, um, watching um, you know, the kids grow and, um, not even just with Penguin Project. I mean, my own daughter was really quiet and shy and, 
now she is super outgoing and welcoming to everybody. But, you know, she went from not ordering her own food, you know, and like would not talk to anybody to, you know, being besties with anybody that she meets. So it's just one of those things. I think that there's just that magic in there. It gives them that confidence and that um, to really grow within themselves because Mm -hmm. they get to do these things and portray these different characters and pour themselves into that um, and then do it well and, you know, get the accolades for it. Yeah. I was going to say, what, what do you think is the, the, the cause of kind of that transformation? Is it, is it the standing up in front of people? I think is so, it the yeah. process of, of rehearsing with the rest of the cast? Like what, what are the things that actually allow the act of theater to be such a Um, a blossoming process for people? I think it's a little bit of all of the above. Like, I think it is the, it takes a lot of courage to go out on stage. Like I've done the, I'm 44, which I just said that out loud, but um, you know, I've, I've been on stage since I was like six or seven. And I still, even just giving a speech or something um, for Penguin Project, which I am so passionate about and I love to do, I shake like a leaf. I get so nervous. So I watch people go out and it, it you're having to overcome that fear. So I think that when you get over something like that, it just gives you that strength a little mm. bit more. You feel like, okay, I did this. Like, all right. You know, so it, and each time you do it, I think it helps you grow. And then I think meeting friends that are like-minded and have the same passions you have and getting, even though you have to compete with them sometimes in the theater world, yeah. I think making those friends and those connections um, and then the accolades. I mean, it is nice when somebody comes up to you and is like, wow, you really did an amazing job or, you know, it just really does help to boost that confidence and and to allow that person to really kind of grow. And especially with Penguin Project, we get to see it a lot. Um, you know, we have actors that when they first started um, wouldn't really talk to us or, you know, we're really quiet or reserved. This was the first time a lot of them, like when we first started five years ago, had ever done anything like this yeah. and they had that opportunity. And we went from watching, um, you know, I have one actor in particular, um, he, you know, didn't really like to talk to us by the end of the season. He was coming up telling us about his day. I mean, it was just the most amazing thing. But he went from not wanting a speaking part, just kind of wanting to be in the background. He's been the lead in the last two shows. Wow. So like getting to watch that growth and, you know, it's just something really magical to kind of get to see. Yeah. What, uh, can you give me a little bit of context? What's the spectrum of like personality types or even uh, difficulties that these actors are kind of overcoming? What, what, what category? is the group of people that would be part of uh, Penguin Project. So we have um, people from um, actors. Our actors come from all uh, walks of life. Um, so we have some that uh, maybe have different varying levels of autism. Mm. We have some that have Down syndrome, um, you know, visual and hearing impairments, mm. um, anything like that. So it's it's anybody that's uh, usually part of like the special education programs. Sure. Um, they're all, you know, they they all are welcome to come in and, Absolutely. and be a part of the well, process. And I can imagine for people who who live that sort of a life and then for you know anyone that has someone like that in their family they know it's an isolating uh aspect mm-hmm. in in most other activities mm-hmm. and so to find a, an opportunity to kind of uh, express through you know theater through the kind of the creative arts mm-hmm. with other people who can share the empathy of overcoming difficulties and, yeah. and things like that I, I'm sure is a really 
really encouraging thing. Um, but I want to go back to something you said of how, you know, you've done this for a long time and yet you still get nervous when you have to do public speaking. Is it the same when you're on stage? Uh, yes, like absolutely. Really? Yeah. Um, it's, I, once you get into a show, it, it, you know, it gets a little bit more and I don't, I really stay in the background now. Um, there's maybe a couple of shows that I might come out for every now and then, like I have like a bucket list, but for the most part I stay in the background now, but I think the last show I did, like it was probably right before the second act before I actually like fully like overcame my fears, wow, yeah. mainly cause I had to tap dance and I was not good at yeah. it, but <laughs> I think that was part of it. But, um, you know, most of the time I stay in the background, but I still get really nervous, like when I have to go out and welcome people and yeah. things like that. Um, Is, has that been a, a, a help to you? That experience that you have, has that been a help to you as you are leading these uh, actors and castmates and stuff to tell them part of your even journey with nerves and yeah. performing and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm very honest about it. I mean, they all joke because they'll see me. I physically shake like a leaf, like wow. backstage, like the, I'll be holding the microphone, like shaking. Um, but I think it's good for them to know that like, you know, I, I, even though I lead this program and I'm doing this all the time, like I still get super nervous. Yeah. So it's okay for you to be nervous too. And you know, I'm, I can do this and you guys are even stronger than I am. So if I can do it, mm -hmm. you can definitely do it. So I think it's kind of nice for them to see. I think it's nice for them to see the hu humanity part as well. Mm. Um, and then like, uh, going back as far as like with Penguin Project, um, one of our things is that we believe theater is for all. Mm. And, but the other, the other part of Penguin Project that we really, um, like to, to give to our actors is that a lot of times our actors are overlooked when they shouldn't be. And so for us, this is a way as well to make sure that our actors are also given the same treatment. We hate, we don't use the words, um, like normal, like, you know, everybody's different. Like, yeah. you know, I have ADD. So like, you know, it's, yeah. it's just one of those things. Everybody is, has something that they have to work through. And so for our actors, they just may work a little bit differently. That's yeah. all. And, um, and so we really try to, um, help them to be able to show the world that like, they just learn it a little differently. They just do it a little differently, but they're still, um, don't discount them because they're yeah. amazing at what they do. And so that's one of the things I love about Penguin Project is because, um, we have some incredible actors and just incredible people and they're given that opportunity to show like, you know, like, Hey, like I'm, I'm really awesome too. You yeah. know, what do you think it is about the creative arts? whether it's theater or in set dressing or hair, makeup, lighting, that type of stuff. Cause I know you have people who help behind the stage mm -hmm. as well as on the stage, mm -hmm. you know, um, different, different people are drawn to different aspects of it. What is it about the creative arts that, that helps, uh, helps people find expression I versus, think you know, uh, being part of a, a chess club or being part of a, you know, conversation over over a table there is something different about the creative arts mm -hmm. what is it that that helps that be a different form of expression i really think it's um with the creative arts whether it's theater or or even like you know creating stuff in art but especially in theater you get to create a whole new world mm. like you're creating when you do costumes you're creating this magical you're designing it from start to finish you yeah. know you're cre you're deciding how it's going to go when you create this set and paint it you're now making a whole new world so that mm. when you come on stage 
it's just something, it's magical. It's different. It's, it's not your normal. You get to be outside of your normal day to day and you get to be in this fantasy world, not in a bad way, but in this world that, that you are actually creating. And, um, it's, I think that that's one of the things that really draw people to it. But I think that that's also one of the things that give, um, people confidence when they do theater and things like that, not even just acting, but just being a part um, of costuming and because you created this, like this show would not look this way if you wouldn't have made that setting or if you wouldn't have designed that costume that way. Um, So it's just, you get ownership too, which Mm. I think is really important. Um, And, and personal growth. I think just having, being able to, it's, you get, you're proud. You did this, like, this is you, you know? And there's an aspect to it as well that I think is unique in theater, um, different from, say, any type of competitive sport, you know, um, where in in many sports instances, even team sports, you can have that shining star of a player mm-hmm. that can really kind of uh, carry a whole game or carry a whole team. Mm-hmm. Whereas in theater, uh, it doesn't matter how great of a lead actor you have. If the lights aren't on for them, mm-hmm. you know, or the music doesn't start at the right time, you know, or you're not going to believe them in that character if the costume isn't helping you do that. It, there truly is kind of a community aspect mm-hmm. to theater where, yes, hey, you did this, but it's also you did this part that brought the whole thing to life. We all had our part to play in it. Mm-hmm. Um, is is that a thing that um, how 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 is that? influencing the growth of the the actors and and uh behind the scenes people that you have like you said often in life they're overlooked having them be a part of a team or community is that is that something that is um a big part of penguin project or is it really just being able to be a part of the creative expression um i think it's a little bit of both um for a lot of times for our actors um, you know, being able to be together and meet new friends and meet, I mean, we've watched such friendships blossoms, not only between the actors, but like their families, mm. we become a giant family. Like, you know, we had one, um, actor who became a big sister and, oh, you know, wow. like we, you know, we're so excited and we're like, everybody was congratulating mom when, you know, so we become like a big family. Um, and I think that, um, having that connection, um, and then like, even when our actors go to like special Olympics, uh, we, I love it because they'll send me all the pictures of all of them getting together. Um, one of the cool things about Penguin Project is there are a couple of things that every Penguin Project does and it, uh, we all try to support each other. So like, I will try to get to some of the other shows like in DeKalb or mm. anywhere kind of nearby to go support them. Um, but there are a couple of things that every Penguin Project nationwide, cause there's like 30, we're all our own entities. I guess it's kind of like a franchise. You, sure. you become an entity. Um, and so, but there's like 36 chapters nationwide wow. and, um, all of them, we do two things the same. We always end with the song, don't stop believing, um, the Glee version. And then, um, and there's a specific dance. Everything is done exactly the same. And then we have our penguin cheer that everyone does. And so like at the end of our shows, we will, um, we always invite anybody that's an alumni or from another Penguin Project to come down. And every show does it. Like yeah. every chapter does it. And 
It's that community because it's the community. Yeah. And it it has become a community. You are not only the penguin project of the Sauk Valley, you are now with the penguin project of DeKalb or the penguin project of somewhere in Tennessee that happened to be in the area and came to see a show and they come down and, you know, dance with their, with their fellow um, actors. So I think it's, it it helps bring that sense of community. If I think I answered that correctly. Yeah, absolutely. No. And, 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 and I think it, 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 when 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 I've done different theater things, one of my favorite parts of uh, of being a part of a play is character development and, and just getting in the mind of this other character. And it it has helped me find empathy for other humans mm-hmm. by getting outside of my own mind, my own experience, and almost stepping into the shoes, into the life of a different type of person, even if it's a fictional person. Mm-hmm. It gives me empathy for people that way and helps me feel connected to other people. And that's kind of a, a personal journey. But also just being being a part of a cast, mm-hmm. you know, after six weeks of mounting a show, it doesn't matter if you are the the backstage runner who has one job or if you are the person who designed all the lights or if you are the, the lead character who's got, you know, millions of lines to memorize and two songs or whatever. Like you all just feel connected to this group of people now. Yeah. You know, and, and so there is this this uh, connecting together Everyone is part of this thing, and and um, there it, it wasn't possible without the whole group mm-hmm. doing it together, which is a really cool aspect of creative arts. And you know, the only other thing that would probably have that same experience would be you know band or orchestra, mm-hmm. where it's saying, hey, like, yeah, we have three violins, but we need all three. Exactly. To make this sound. And so it's not just like, like there's no one who's dead weight. There's no one who's like just long for the ride. We, we need each other to make this happen. Yeah. We always emphasize that, um, you know, in both Penguin Project and at Woodlawn when I'm working there, um, it is a collective thing. Just because you, you're not the lead in this show doesn't mean that you're any less important. And mm-hmm. every character and every part of the show has to come together. You can have, like you said, an outstanding person if you don't have lights, but if you don't have a great background person, great yeah. background ensemble to help you out, it's still going to be a boring show because there's nothing else. It's a one man yeah. show then. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we really emphasize that, especially with Penguin Project, that there's no such thing as a bad part. Every part's different. And sometimes you may have a lead one show, you may not the next. It's It doesn't mean that you're not any less talented. It's just maybe for that show, it was yeah. just a better fit for yep. somebody else. They, you know, it's just how it is. And so, but it doesn't mean that your part is not important. And we really emphasize that as well. You know, it's, it, you, it takes a whole team. Um, but I think that's why a lot of time casts really have a hard time when a show is done because they have bonded so much. I mean, they've yeah. spent, you know, an hour and a half twice a week and then tech week every day, you know, for two or three hours and they've spent all this time together. So then it's like, oh, now what, you know, but then, you know, hopefully they keep up those bonds. They stay in touch, which we see that a lot. So mm-hmm. I want to go back to something you were mentioning about how um, you, you get to know the families and the parents as mm-hmm. well. Um, I, I feel like uh, this program is such a great mentorship program, mm-hmm. right? Um, taking people who would normally be overlooked and looking at them specially and intentionally mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in a new way. But mentorship is about so much more than just the individual. It's also about their family. Mm-hmm. How have you seen the family connection aspect? You know, I would assume, you know, for for the parents, for the siblings, you know, you, you have a special bond and a special um, 
protective loyalty mm-hmm. when your family member has been overlooked by society so much. And mm-hmm. to then be a part of a community like this, how have you seen the connection with the families and the siblings and stuff? Oh, our, um, I, it's fun to watch like the, the families have all gotten to know each other. So different families have, you know, have built these friendships and, um, but it is really fun to like, we have siblings that are now mentors and, mm. um, but like, and the parents, the, they, if they can, they'll come and jump in. How can I help? You know, I've had parents sit there. I needed to color in something on a costume I was doing last year. And parents would do that. When we did Annie, I had parents that would volunteer to hand stitch rags onto dresses to make them look like orphan costumes. And so they get really, um, involved. They're always willing to share. And my favorite part is, is that, once the show ends, it doesn't end there. Like I get updates on lives and, and that's mm. when I love the most. Like I'll get prom pictures sent to me or I will, you know, if they're at an event for Special Olympics and all the penguins, they'll send it to me so then I can post it or, you know, but they're, they always, we have become part of each other's lives yeah. and we'll always, you know, I have a couple um, of actors who have aged out and I still am in contact with their parents. They mm. still let me know what's going on and, um, things like, because we just become such a family. We, yeah. we spend so much time together. It's such an important for us. They love getting to see their actors shine. I love getting to work with their actors because they're amazing. And um, it's just really the community that it builds. is just pretty amazing. And mm-hmm. just watching it, even from an outside, watching it, you know, watching people communicate you know, with each other on, you know, somebody may post something and then you'll have like 15 families from Penguin Project. They'll be like, oh my gosh, so exciting. You know, whether it had something to do with Penguin Project or not, like getting to see that, that community and that growth. um, It's one of my favorite things because I just think it's really important that, um, you know, everybody gets to be a part of Penguin Project, not just the actors. Like it is a family affair. We do. I mean, I call them my Penguin family for a reason. Like we just become... So close when my daughter left for college, like they, I mean, they, the parents were just as sad as the kids, you yeah. know? Um, so, cause she had started it and, and she did the choreography for a while and she loved the kids as well. And so, you know, the parents were just as sad to see her go because that's how close we all get for these few months that we work together. But it just, you become part of integrated into each other's lives. So, yeah. What, what has given you such a, a desire and passion for highlighting individuals who society overlooks? Um, You know, when I started this program, I always, I'm a military brat. And so I was kind of lucky enough to grow up um, on military bases. So I kind of got to experience all different kinds of walks of life. And um, my dad was a chaplain. So a lot of times I would go with him to visit different families or we would have functions. And so um, when I was in high school and then uh, when I had graduated, I was living in Germany and um, I worked at a daycare there and they had said, you know, we had had, we have some, some kids that maybe need one-on-one help. Would you be interested in going through this training? You have such a passion for everybody. And, and I do, I just, I love people. And, um, and so I kind of went through the training when I was like, um, I was 18, 19. Um, and so I would go around to the different daycares on the base. And so when we have, would have somebody that um, maybe had autism that needed that one-on-one care, then when they were in that in the, in the daycare that day, I would go and work with them. Um, or we, you know, I had a kid, um, a baby that um, had a cleft palate and his, so I became his one-on-one yeah. person. So forever feeding and, and things like that. So I guess, you know, it was just one of those that 
I was just always talk, taught that everybody deserves love, I guess, mm. you know, just from my parents and um, just watching. But I was also given the opportunity to be able to expand on mm. giving that you know, giving that respect and love is just kind of the way that we were always just taught, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, I, it's just something, um, I've always, I just believe everybody has needs to have basic human rights, no matter who you are or what walk of life you are. And so that is just something that I've always, you know, having a chance to be able to be a part of that and create something that can help somebody that's, you know, uh, or allow them to shine. Um, it was just, kind of one of those like wow I get to do this like yeah. I'm so lucky you know like a lot of times people are like oh what you do is amazing and, and it really like makes me uncomfortable and I'm because I'm always like I didn't do anything mm. all I did was come in and, and love these actors but they did it all like yeah. they did this all themselves wow I'm just lucky enough to get to do to do this with them yeah. and go along this journey with them because it it really Penguin Project season, I love everything I do. I love my Woodlawn kids, but Penguin Project season, it's the highlight of my year. Like wow. I just look forward to it so much. It's stressful. It's crazy. It's, you know, but it's so worth it. And to get the walk, watch them on stage and, um, and, you know, see their growth, especially we have a lot that, that we've started with and we have a lot of new actors um, but getting to watch some of these actors that from when they first started to now, that growth is just is so beautiful. Um, and every time they do Don't Stop Believing, we always joke because the kids now watch because I'm not a pretty crier. But there's this moment in the Don't Stop Believing where they're all on stage and they do. I'm going to cry talking about it. It's so bad. <laughs> but they all go, ta-da, and they bring their arms up and they bring it down. I ugly cry. Like, I'm seriously wow. tearing up. I can't. Five shows. I still do it. And they all laugh. They now watch for it. They think it's hilarious. Um, but because I'm not a pretty crier, so they can see it from the stage. And I'm over really? here like, it's so beautiful. You know, yeah. like I'm so incredibly proud of them that, you know, I'm ugly crying in the aisles, you know, yeah. with them watching them do that. But it's it's that is probably one of the most magical moments for me is, mm. um, you know, I watch the show from backstage and I get to talk to all the actors as they're coming on and off and give them encouragement. But at the end of the show, I go out to help anybody coming down and I'm standing in the aisles and I'm just watching them and that pride and that. And then, you know, the words to da, I mean, it just gets you. But I mean, I'm just covered in gooseies, but yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is probably one of the most magical moments. But they all laugh at five years. It doesn't even during COVID. Um, we filmed during COVID and did a show um, mm. because we had just started. We we're like, you know, if we yeah. don't do something, yep. we won't continue. And so. I, I, we've filmed in small groups. It was four times that we filmed every time they got to the ta-da and I bawled like a baby four times in one day, but it's just so yeah. magical. Yeah. It gets me every time, but it has now become the running joke for, especially our beginner, our first actors, our, our uh, veteran actors there. They always look, you were crying. And I was like, I know you get me every time. How cool though. And it's so cool. I'm, I'm sure it's so, uh, it, it fills them up, I'm sure, to, to see the pride that you have in them, too. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, the how gratifying it is uh, to to affirm the transformation, the journey they've gone through mm -hmm. during that season and stuff. You know, so cool. I want to take a quick a quick tangent or sure. diversion to just talk kind of more generally from your perspective as a, a transplant to the area, but someone who lives here, who works here. As you look out at kind of the whole Sauk Valley area, you know, I, I like 
I'm new here. I like asking this question for everybody. <laughs> like, you know, what, what would you say is still missing in the Sauk Valley area or, or what would be something that you would change? Um, I definitely would just like to see more opportunities, um, for, and there's a lot of businesses that I've noticed, like, um, like this year they're doing a quiet carnival. Um, yeah. and, um, I know that, um, uh, the, um, uh, the, um, Heather's shop, she does, um, special days for kids that may have sensory issues and she has sensory toys, mm. but I'd really like to see more, um, for, you know, kids that have special needs or young adults that have special needs. And especially like in the adult arena, it is one of the reasons we don't get to do a whole play with our, our whole show with our adults is that we don't have the mentors. So yeah. we have to have a mentor for every actor or with the adults, we can do one mentor for two. Um, but it's just that volunteering, um, isn't, isn't there, or there's just not enough time or not enough, um, resources for that. So I would definitely, um, like to see that more is even out of that. Just, I like, I've been seeing more and more like cultural, cultural growth, um, in the community, but I would definitely like to see, you know, growing up in a military background, I kind of, um, you know, we get to get to see all different kinds of cultures and walks of life and experience that. And I have seen like an increase, which is really nice, but I would like to see more celebrations of that. And, mm. and, and, you know, um, doing some of these other, uh, you know, events, um, and incorporating more, um, cultures and, and holidays and specialty days that, you know, should be acknowledged and expressed. I would, I, but we have seen, I have seen since I've lived here, a very large up, you know, uptick and, that, um, as far as the, the starting is there. So I just yeah. like to see it continue yeah, growing. An awareness, an awareness and an accommodation of yes. that people are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. exactly. Mm. Yeah. What about, what about things that get you excited about our area or what things give you hope? Um, I really like, um, the, no matter which, which, um, one I'm doing, whether it's Woodlawn or, but especially with Penguin Project, the, um, outpouring of love and support from the community, whether it be other directors or whether it be, um, you know, just somebody that's like, I saw your show. How can I help support you? Or, you know, we've had people come in and volunteer to hem up costumes. Like Mm. they'd never met me. They just came in and they heard about the program, wanted to be involved. And I was like, actually, I need a costume let out or yeah. something like that. So the, um, the support that, that I see, um, with our, with penguin project, but also like with other programs that I know that I help support and that I'm there for, uh, it's fun to see, um, it, it is more of a community. You know, we, when we decided to stay, we weren't going to, when we moved here, we were going to, my husband moved here for his job. He was going to get it. And we were going to go back. We were going to go back to, we were outside the Madison area and we just started looking around and one, we could get a lot more property (laughs) for a better price, but really our daughter was getting ready to enter school and we really liked the community vibe here. We liked that, you know, she could being, we're both military brats. So we never, until we bought our house, we'd never lived anywhere longer than four years, either one of us. So, um, that was petrifying. And, uh, but we really wanted her to grow up in, in a community, that, you know, it's a good community and tends, you know, every, every community needs help or, or needs to make changes as we change as a society, but it felt safe. And, 
um, there was a lot of programs for kids and mm-hmm. and even you know grownups to be a part of and um, events and and I've just continued to watch that grow and I really it makes me proud to be part of my, you know, small community, like the Sauk Valley area. Like I try to go to all the different events, yeah. whether it's Sticks and Rock Falls, Sterling, Byron, you know, all of those. Um, I think just having that, that nice sense of community is, it's something that's always kept us here and um, that we really like being a part of. Well, I, uh, apparently it, it worked because if this is the one place you've lived longer than yeah. four years, <laughs> yeah. there's something going on here that, that, kept you to stay. And, yeah. I, and I feel it too, as a, as a new local here mm-hmm. in this area, my wife and I, and we love it here with our, our kids as well. And so, you know, but yeah, so th- thank you so much for coming and sharing your story um, and, and telling us about Penguin Project. If, if people wanted to get in touch with you mm-hmm. or with Penguin Project, where would you point them to? Um, well, you can go to our Facebook page, which is www.penguinprojectsv, and that's S as in Sam, V as in Victor, um, dot com. Um, or you can email me directly at dawn.ppsv um, at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page that mm-hmm. you can check out, which is Penguin project of the Sauk Valley. Um, we do a lot of our events. We are getting ready to start um, practices in August. So we just, um, we, this is the first year we've actually filled. Um, we've met our numbers. We, you know, have to keep a certain numbers just to keep it safe on stage. Yep. Um, and, um, uh, so yeah, we're really excited about that. That'll be the first year that, so we will have, we have, uh, 22 actors and then 23 mentors. Wow. Um, so yeah, so there'll be 45 people on stage for this next show, which we're doing a lot in junior and I encourage everybody to come out and see it because. Yeah. When is that show? Um, be? so that show will be, um, November 10th, 11th and 12th at okay. Centennial Auditorium. And then we always, uh, do updates on our Facebook page. And then one of the cool things that we do, um, that if you ever just want to check out and see what it's like in the day of a life of a penguin is we actually do a video series, a day of a life of a penguin. And every penguin has a chance to videotape themselves. So we start it from our first practice and you kind of get to see, um, you get to learn a little bit about them, who they're playing, their mentor and what it's it's like what a practice is like, you know, oh, cool. so it's kind of fun. So you can always check that out on our Facebook and, you know, kind of see what it's like behind the scenes um, for our penguins. That is super, super cool. And I, I am looking forward to uh, go into that show um, in November and even just hearing more of how the Penguin Project here in the Sock Valley continues to grow, continues to reach more people. Um, so if people want to get a hold of you and maybe even be interested in being a mentor at some point, they mm-hmm. can contact you and find out more information about that. But, you know, I just thank you so much, uh, Don, for coming on the show, sharing your story with us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Until next time on the Sock Valley Spotlight, I'm your host, Drew Williams, and let's keep finding the beauty of this place that we call home. Home.